Was it something I said? Something I did? Did my words not come out right? Shut up, Brett Michaels. Just kidding. I love this song. Though I tried, but I guess that's why they say every rose has its thorn. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's what he says at the end of this chorus. He's just like a typical 80s guy. Yeah, it does. I listened to this song so much as a kid, and I'm 24 years old. You just sat in your room thinking about the lyrics. I got a, I got a radio with a CD player in it. Comes. For, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. I got I got a radio with a CD player for Christmas one year. Yeah. And uh, you know what? That might have set up my... Well, for sure. Lifestyle for ending up in radio. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then I would go to like Vintage Dock and buy just old CDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If, I mean, it's similar. Uh, that's why that uh, kid that wrote me the letter, Bryson, when he was like, yeah, I turn on After Hours to go to sleep. I could lay in my bed and listen to it. I was like, okay, this is, this is kind of interesting because when I was a kid, uh, I had that old school radio with the snooze button that looked like a Tetris piece. Um brown radio, red numbers, and uh, I would go to bed, and you used to be able to put, like, a sleep timer on your radio. Yeah, like an automatic turnoff. Yeah, so, like, after an hour, it would just shut off. Well, I would lay in my bed, and I would listen to Shotgun Jackson, and I would listen to 94 KFKF. 94 FM, I think is what it was. And then, as I got older and time evolved... I remember one year for Christmas, I got a, a Walkman CD player, and I just listened to Blink-182 every night before I go to bed. Like, I have a lot of confidence that out of every single Blink-182 song, not the Matt Skiba experiment when Tom went crazy and got into aliens and drugs, but, like, the the typical Blink-182 albums, like Enema of the State, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, Dude Ranch, Neighbors, Untitled, Buddha, all those I could probably tell you, I could probably sing every word, every song. That's because I just listened to it repetitively. And I think that's kind of like what paved the way. So like when that kid wrote me a letter, it's like, oh, I listen to your show at night. I'm like, you're probably going to get into radio someday. And this is going to be one of those things where you're like, I listen to it at night. You know, I, I would listen to how they would tease going into commercial breaks. Coming up next, another song that's in the top 20 for two weeks now. You probably know what it is. We'll play it on the other side. You're like, oh. And then now here I am being like, Miami's not Buffalo, but Buffalo's not Miami. You listen to 610 Sports Radio. You know right. what I mean? I, uh, I had a, a, a Walkman, but mine yeah. was a radio, a radio Walkman. Nice. And my brother and I, when we were walking to the bus stop, when we were in like elementary school, mm-hmm. we, would, we had to walk up a, a pretty long cul-de-sac to get to the bus stop. Yeah. And so we would listen to the radio when we were walking to the bus stop. Did you ever have the earphones that, like, clicked to the back of your ears that you could, like, place on top of Like, instead of just, like, resting on your ears, they actually, like, connected to your ears? Oh, I didn't have, like, the, the ones that had, like, the plastic piece. Yeah. Yeah, those are so uncomfortable. I'm so happy we're done with that. Yeah, I liked mine. Because I would wear those at night because like, when I go to bed, you know, you roll. Anyways, no one cares about what we did the night. Anyways, uh, Batman Werewolf Step 1 of the season runs for another ring. Is complete. Step two could be colder in Buffalo, but Red Machine Heat is headed your way. We are coming to collect the bills. We haven't played the bills yet. Is there any any sort of reason in your mind that you can see Pittsburgh beating Buffalo? 
If they were playing today, I would have said yes. Okay. Because Pittsburgh played in a very nasty game last week against Baltimore, mm. right, where it was raining and the field was soaked. And right. Pittsburgh does what Pittsburgh does. But and they so, had T.J. Watt. Right. But they moved the game mm-hmm. for tomorrow, and it's not going to be nearly as bad. The field's going to be clean. Yeah. I don't think it's going to snow at game time. And it's just like no T.J. Watt. I don't see it. I hope so. I think it'd be really funny. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think Buffalo is a better matchup for the Chiefs than Houston, or do you think Houston's a better matchup for the Chiefs? I think Houston's a better matchup. Because it's at home? I think because it's at home, but also the fact that you're have you playing a rookie quarterback. You know, we talk about – just follow me here. We talk about all of the Bill Belichick records against rookie quarterbacks and how, like, only two rookie quarterbacks had ever beaten a Bill Belichick defense. I think that holds true for Steve Spagnuolo with just his crazy blitz schemes. It's that you don't know where the pressure is coming from. They talked about it on the broadcast last night where uh, I I think the phrase they kept using is look for the fastball, right? You Mm -hmm. have to watch for the pressure and big third downs. Now, sometimes he might drop back. Sometimes right. he may not throw you the fastball, but the first guess is going to be where are these guys coming from? And if you're a rookie quarterback, you're going up against this great duo of Trent McDuffie and Legereus Sneed, can, who can go one-on-one with literally anybody in the league, and you're having to deal with crazy blitz schemes. I think that can just overwhelm a rookie quarterback, and Josh Allen has dealt with it for so long that I don't think it's as effective. Yeah. Do you – you say uh, rookie quarterbacks – if the Chiefs play Buffalo, I think your confidence in Kansas City is okay. I mean, literally the last time they played them, they almost they, they should have beat them. It was a fluke game, in my opinion, that that call is, you know, he was offsides. I will give you that. He was offsides. I'm not saying that was a bad call. It just, you hardly ever see it. But either way, you look at that call, and you see how that game was affected by that. It is what it is. It's a loss. I'll take the L. If Houston goes to Baltimore, Houston could probably play with Baltimore. Now, Baltimore is not Cleveland's defense, but Cleveland's defense got torched by C.J. Stroud in the first half. I think he was like 11 of 16 for like 235 and a touchdown in the first half. And that was supposed to be like top-tier defense. Now, Flacco didn't do me favors by throwing back-to-back pick sixes. Who? Fluco. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, that that doesn't help you, right? I mean, that's obvious. But it was, and it could be interesting, if C.J. Stroud were to go to Baltimore and Kansas City goes to Buffalo and Kansas City beats Buffalo and Houston beats Baltimore. Here we are again. Six consecutive years. If you thought the national perspective of the Chiefs was hated, everybody and their mother outside of Missouri and Kansas will be the biggest Houston Texans fans. Absolutely, because we see how Kansas City was sort of in that boat for a while, right? They Mm -hmm. were the, when the Patriots came to Arrowhead, everybody was a Chiefs fan. Nobody wanted to see the Patriots go back to another Super Bowl. We have taken that, that whole crowd of people that just want to see something different. You want to see the person at the top of the mountain slide off so your team can be the next guy. You know, yeah. everybody's going to bandwagon the everybody's going to bandwagon on on Houston. Just like there's a ton of people bandwagoning with the Lions because they want to see a team 
who hasn't hosted a playoff game in Ford Field, they want to see them be successful. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that sports works. Accept it, Kansas City. You're the hated man on top of the mountain. Yeah, I would say that the similar comparison would be when they played the Patriots in the first AFC Championship game. Exactly, yeah. Everybody was rooting for Mahomes and the Chiefs. Exactly. He had just come off of a, a historic season, mm-hmm. 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. Everybody was as ready to see this electric offense go up go up against Peyton Manning. They, yeah. They're in a huge shootout in Arrowhead. Everybody loved the Chiefs, and that has sort of faded off as the Chiefs continue to be successful. Do you believe that this team is different? when they turn it on in the playoffs? Because that looked like a different team last night. Yeah, I, I think the the fact that you have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes leading your team, yeah. right? You've got the, oh, been there, done that. We've won it, you mm-hmm. know, against all different kinds of teams, even in the Super Bowl. I mean, this is the kind of team that's like, it's the playoffs, this is for real. This is where we're supposed to be kind of mantra. It's almost like, it's almost like somebody was saying yesterday, I I forget who it was, but they were on from 10 o'clock until 2. And it's almost weird. I, I feel like I heard him say this, that if you have a head coach and a quarterback with experience and trust, it tends to work in the playoffs. That is snot in that mustache. That is not saliva. They I just showed a close-up. That was not. That is snot. Coming from the walrus's nose. He looked like a walrus yesterday, and I loved it. But it's weird how, like, yesterday we were telling people, and I said this on Friday, too, when you look at the resume of this game, Mike McDaniel, Tua Tugvailoa, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, watch what shows up more. Maybe I'm being biased here and, and a little juiced up on a victory Sunday, but Miami did not look like they wanted to be in that game. Like, Jalen Ramsey's demeanor was off. Tyreek Hill looked like he was off. It almost looked like Tyreek Hill just gave up. It was on the sideline on the last drive. Thank you. And I know I was a little a little a little tipsy when I tweeted out, but it looked like Tyreek Hill was just like, yeah, it's over. I don't care. I'm done. Surprise. What happens to the bandwagon fans of the Chiefs were to play the Cowboys in the Super Bowl? Some people might be listening. Oh, some people might be lost. That I mean, I think if if the Cowboys and the Chiefs play in the Super Bowl. I think it'd be like 70, 30 people rooting for the Chiefs. Really? I do. I think the 30% are the diehard Dallas fans. That is still, you know, baffling to me that they're still there. I mean, one of my best friends that I play golf with is a diehard Dallas fan. And when times got rough, I even said on the tee box on hole one, I said, Mike, I'm going to give you the option. You can drop your fandom and you can come on over to the side of the Chiefs. Because <laughs> his wife and his three daughters – Love the Chiefs. Love Mahomes, all that sort of stuff. And he's the Dallas Cowboys fan. And he's, you know, Chiefs are number two, you know, local guy or whatever. And, uh, you know, I told him, I was like, hey, if you want to. But no, Dallas fans, they, they stay they stay there. They're they're holding on to those three titles in the 90s, the Jerry, the the Barrys, the, the, the Jerry Jones years, the Jimmy Johnson, you know, Barry Switzer, all that. They're still holding on to it. But I do believe the Chiefs and Dolphins or the Chiefs and Cowboys played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it's 70-30 in favor of the Chiefs overall. I just West Coast, NFC teams hate Dallas. San Francisco, all those teams hate Dallas. Everybody in the NFC East hates Dallas. It's not Dallas. Everybody in the NFC North hates Dallas. It's not Dallas. Packers, they don't like Dallas. They're getting ready to lose to Dallas. Maybe. I don't know. 
the Dolphins never wanted to get on that plane to come here. I don't think they really did. Like I said, I, the Dolphins look like a team that burned all their fuel too early in the season, and they got into this point of the game, and it was just, it was done. And then late in the fourth quarter, when you give the ball to Isaiah Pacheco and they have to tackle that freight train, they want nothing to do with it. I didn't even see Justin Houston. I saw Melvin Ingram, looked a little large, couldn't even get down in the three-point stance, was just like a track star getting ready to run. No pressure. And took care of business. But again, Miami's not Buffalo. Miami is not Buffalo. They are not Buffalo. Coming up on the other side, I want to talk a little bit more about this defense and why I think this is a team that is similar to a team that ran so many Super Bowl rings over and over and over again. Yes, the New England Patriots. Kansas City has a little wrinkle, at least it looks like at this point, of what that success is like in the playoffs when you can lean on something like this defense. It's Quentin. I'm Dusty Likens. This is 610 Sports Trading. You're listening to After Hours. Back here on After Hours, a little uh, frozen solid computers, apparently. I have no idea why this won't work. That's annoying. Did I do something wrong to my computer? I'm so confused. Clyde Edwards Larry's in the game now at running back. They fake to him. Mahomes throws right side. Top Rice at the five angling right. Touchdown! Kansas City rookie Rushy Rice. His first postseason touchdown. An 11-yard crossing pattern. And just like Germany, the Chiefs have an outstanding opening drive for a touchdown to start the game. I do want to say something. How cool was Taylor Swift's jacket? You bet it's sold out now? There's only two that were made. Oh, okay. Did you hear the background story to it? No. You're familiar familiar with Kyle Juszczyk? Yeah. His wife custom made the jacket for Taylor Swift, which was jerseys of Travis Kelsey's combined into a jacket. And then they also made one for Brittany Mahomes, and she had her own very jacket as well. I did. I did see... The, the Mahomes uh, the, uh, one during the broadcast, they showed it. I also love that they were going absolutely ham to, I think it was Swag Surf, and everybody in the crowd, just, you know. And then uh, PFT, commissioner from Barstool, gets annoyed by it. Oh, my God. I uh, will say that final minute in the fourth quarter threw off our Taylor Swift shirtless guy count. Yep. Yep. I sent Miss Ritter. I was like, overhead on the shirtless guy. Overhead on Taylor Swift over the city views. See you next week. See what happens. We were uh, four, four and eight. We got four shirtless, yep. eight Swifts. And like probably three total shots of Kansas. They really showed the city at like the very start. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, all right, there's, a, there's an aerial shot of downtown. There's power and light. There's this. And then it was just over. Because even, like, the suites were, like, the windows were frozen over. They had, like, an ice scraper out there. They were, like, Ugh. scrubbing off the ice. You had to. You guys are good now. Thank you. I like this uh, text from the 816. The Dolphins season reminded me of a Vegas trip start off. Going crazy. Eating steak. Gambling. And then on the last day, you're eating McDonald's playing penny slots. No joke. No joke. They really did. I mean, they when they they beat Denver seventy to twenty, and then I think after that, I don't know. Maybe they just showed too much of the offense. I think they got a lot of injuries. They did. That's true. Um, Especially on that defense, right? 
They had three defensive linemen collecting social security and game checks. Mm-hmm. That's that's rude, but hilarious. <laughs> um, but I just think that Miami burned out way too fast. I don't know if too much was on the table. I don't know if injuries really kind of pigeonholed them into a situation where it was like, well, now we don't. We ha-. like Miami seemed, and maybe I'm again just overconfident on a victory Sunday here on Six Ten Sports Radio, but. It seemed like Miami was a team for like the first six weeks of the season where you're like, that team, once they get it figured out on defense, could be a whole nother ballgame because that offense is historic. That wide receiver and Tyreek Hill might get 2,000 yards. That quarterback and Tua Tagovailoa might have figured it out. Let me ask you this. Is Tua a franchise quarterback? Kind of has to be, right? Um... Look, I know that yesterday's conditions were tough, um, but if you're not going to be one of the top, what, three teams in the NFL year in and year out, you are a 1,000% going to have to play games like this in the playoffs. And when you run into defenses like they did yesterday in the Kansas City Chiefs, you're going to struggle in the playoffs. Now, I think Tua's good enough to be a franchise quarterback. I will say that. But again... So is Kirk Cousins. So was Alex Smith. So was many quarterbacks that are kind of in that in that realm of, you know, there's only a few. That's why when we always talk about NFL expansion, we're like, yeah, easy, right? There's only a few that really show you that they can go into an environment and it not bother them. Joe Burrow is one of those people. Um, Patrick Mahomes is one of those people. Matthew Stafford, I think, is one of those people. I mean, he's gone to the Super Bowl and won it. He's gone to tough environments and won. Uh, got a big one today, right? A lot of emotions on the on the floor for for one. Matthew Stafford's got to go into Detroit, his old place, play a team that's on everybody's wish list to be successful, and go in there and win a playoff game in Detroit. But the thing that makes this team um, – don't think they were shirtless the whole time, but at least two times, guys in my section alone, 327. No, there was definitely some dudes out there, you know, braving their nipples in that weather. That is a fact. But real quick about this Chiefs defense, because going all the way back to St. Joe. Pre or post-storm. Huh, yeah. <laughs> Probably pre, because uh, I was gone once the storm came in. I was out, man. I hit the car running, and I was out. Uh, great song by Arcade Fire, though. Keep the car running. If you've never heard of it, check it out. Um, but the thing that's interesting is that this is a team that can take a page out of that New England playbook for the playoffs, right? Tom Brady didn't need to go into playoff games and throw the ball like we saw Mahomes do it 41 times yesterday. I thought that was just insane that he threw the ball 41 times. But It t- didn't feel like it, though. I mean, kind of. Because, I mean, when the game started, it was pass, pass. And you're like, what are we doing here? Where's Isaiah Pacheco? And there was a drop by Kelsey. And then there was a third down conversion. And then it was like, okay, keep time and possession on your side. Keep this kind of thing running. And then all of a sudden it was like, here we are. We go back to St. Joe. Right? We go back to St. Joe. And we talked about this defense. And we saw the, the names on this defense. And you thought the resume of this defense, as we talked about resume game yesterday, but you look at what this defense was going back to training camp. 
right? Chris Jones wasn't there. Obviously, we know that story. But you had a second year in Carlottis, McDuffie, and Sneed, and Willie Gay. And uh, you had uh, uh, Leo Chennault. Drew Tranquil was, a, was an add-on to this team who was and has been a fantastic signing in the offseason. And you put this defense together, and I started sitting there and, you know, thinking about what to talk about and thinking about what topics. I'm thinking to myself, is this a year where Mahomes has a top 10 defense, where this defense is no longer in question of what it can be, it is what it is, and they are elite. And if they are, this team can go far into the playoffs. And then all year long, we never had one gripe about the defense. Find me one gripe about this defense that there was a take somewhere within those 17 weeks where somebody was saying, well, you know, if they just had this. And that's why I think you go back and you listen to people say, oh, we need to get Frank Clark. Frank Clark wouldn't have touched the field last night because everybody that's out there with O'Minahue and Mike Dana and Karloftis and Chris Jones, Andrew Tranquil and Leo Chennault, the kick returning specialist, and you look at the linebacking core, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton was probably the best player on the field on the, on the defensive side last night. He was a stud. Leading tackler. Needed somebody like that when they were going to run those quick little routes, those quick little screen pops, break the hole, and, and stop that play from happening. But you can take a page out of New England's playbook because you have a quarterback and a head coach that you know that their first 15, they're going to be set up for success to go down the field and hopefully get a score, three or seven. And you've got to believe that your defense can cause a lot of three and outs, which means you can net positivity and it comes to points because this defense is elite. This defense, if they do get to the AFC Championship game, if, big if, you got to win one more game. But if this team gets to the AFC Championship game, you're going to hear from everyone, and you'll know that you heard it here first, that this is a defense that can win a championship, whereas the last five years – it's been, well, they've got the offense. That offense will get them there. Trust it. It's Mahomes. Now Mahomes has a security blanket in this defense. Now Mahomes has another security blanket in Rasheed Rice and the rookie, who was insane last night. Eight for 130 and a touchdown. Who saw that coming? Not me. I wanted at least six for like 85. Here's a bonus check, Dusty, and it's not the Jolly of the Month Club. It's Rasheed Rice being a stud on offense. And if you can take that, and now you have your simplicity in your offense that works and works well, and you bracket that or parlay that with a defense that is maybe the best defense in football. It is now, now that Cleveland's been bounced. Baltimore's still hanging around. But you put those two together, the confidence in Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and their experience, and you parlay that with what this defense is, you might have a very weird random Super Bowl run in 2023-2024. Coming up on the other side, we'll talk about what keeps this team in check. We know what it is. Our boss, who finally listened to this show, tweeted out exactly what we've been saying for the last, what, four weeks? That's Quentin. I'm Dusty Likens. You're listening to After Hours of 610 Sports Radio. See? Great song. Turn me up, Quentin. We're on a victory Sunday. We're awake now. Miami's not Buffalo. No, but Miami's out of the playoffs. Thank you. Keep the car running. Arcade fire. Their lead singer looks like Sam Mellinger. Shout out Sam Mellinger and the Royals. 
See you in about three months. After another parade. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do it. 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 Somebody from the 801 says, don't let CDOP forget about his hot take of, we don't need to sign Nick Bolton when he was hurt this year. From the 816, I have a feeling we will be playing the Steelers next week. Well, that's impossible. Because you're either playing Houston or you're playing Buffalo. Because if the Steelers win, they're going to Baltimore. If Buffalo wins, you're going to Buffalo. So, the only team that could possibly play in the Steelers next weekend is Baltimore or Miami in an exhibition game. Neil and Lone Jack, go ahead. Good morning, Dust Man. Morning, Neil. Are you staying warm? Yes. Today, I am staying warm. I'm sitting on my couch and not doing anything except watching football and stretching out my calf muscle. Have you thought out yet? Yeah. I'll tell you what. The first thing I did when I got home after unloading the car was take a really hot shower, and it felt amazing. I I touched on this last night. I was telling Bank that, you know, it was – First of all, Friday was amazing. It was great to see you. It was great to see everybody. I touched on that last night when I called. But I do want to say I missed last night's mentioning Pete. It was really great seeing Pete. And I also missed last night saying that I missed. And I stayed late. The last few years, I've had like one beer and gotten out of there. But this Friday, I stayed till 10 o'clock, hung out with CDOT and played some games. And I still didn't get to see Big T. I was really bummed out. I know the weather was terrible. But, man, I had a mission to meet that dude, and I uh, can't believe we still haven't met that guy, man. Big T, if you're listening, man, we got to get together and have a beer sometime, bro. I want to sit down and talk to you. Anyway, that was Friday. Yesterday was incredible. I talked. To, I mentioned a couple things about last night, and I'll touch on something real quick. I told Bink, I've been to a lot of cold games at Arrowhead, and that one – you definitely notice a difference. Like, we were inside our tent, three walls, heater, fire, and we still – you could still see your breath like a Clydesdale, man. We were watching the, the blowout football game, and it was – you could still feel it inside a tent with, with fire. Now, we weren't cold, but you could tell. The second you stepped outside that tent, it was going to be there. And another thing, I told you, for one of the first things I said, I'm going to sit on the couch and stretch my calf out. Now, I'm getting a little bit older. That's true. But I have never once in my life popped a calf muscle just by playing Frisbee in the parking lot. And mm. I didn't even barely move. I just kind of took a step towards the Frisbee, and I felt like something hit me in the back of the leg. Mm-hmm. That wasn't good. No, that's and age. I had, had a hard time you. walking last night, and it's getting better this morning, and God willing, it'll get better tomorrow. There you go. But that was weird. It was noticeable. You could tell that we were making history at Arrowhead last night. Now, I do want to touch on a couple of things about the game. I'm, I haven't been listening to you all morning. It just came in, but, man, this defense, I didn't give them props last night on the radio. Um, I was trying to get to it, and, you know, one thing led to another, and Bink had to let me go for, for Kling. But, man, this defense is remarkable. They've been remarkable. They're going to stay remarkable. And I did say last night that, like Patrick said in his post-game presser, if we can clean up the red zone, the sky is the limit for us. I, You know, all year, we've just been wondering how long it's going to take for this to click, and who knows? This might be finally clicking. I mean, he, he said that he's he's learned that, you know, you got to take what you get, and if that is true, and they continue on this Rasheed having success, 
Travis having success, Pacheco having success, and the other guys just don't do anything stupid, like actually catch a third down, Marquez, thank you, last night, for once finally actually catching a kind of a crucial third down. That was remarkable. But also Pete mentioned this, and 24 carries for Isaiah, that is huge for Andy and Patrick. If they could continue that and have success with it, the sky's the limit for this team, and I cannot wait to see what we do the rest of this postseason. I'm not out here boasting we're going to win another Super Bowl, but I finally see real potential for this team to make that run, and I'm so excited. Well, stay warm, Neil. Thanks for the phone call, and uh, yeah, get that calf back in, in gear, man. <clears throat> but that's age that hit you that you didn't feel. That That's just age that came at you. We've all been there. I blew my sciatica in, in my bed sneezing. No way. True story. <laughs> Happened three years ago. I went numb. I was laying in my bed. It was probably 10 o'clock in the morning, and I'm laying on my back just looking at the fan, getting ready to, you know, get up. You know how we all get up? You're like, all right, here we go. Right. And I was like, oh, man, I got to sneeze. <laughs> and I mean, bang, down to my foot, dude. And I I mean, I had like an Elvis lip going. Like I was like shaking. Had to call my girlfriend at the time. Was like, hey, I think I just blew my sciatica. I can't move. Uh, I literally cannot stand up. And uh, her kind folks came over and, like, gave me these, like, gave me this medicine that, you know, like an ointment that I rubbed on my back. And then my stepmother came over and helped me out. And my, my parents came by. My stepdad came by. He's like, hey, just, you know, whatever. I never knew what it was. And then went to a chiropractor for the first time ever. Um and it worked. I don't know. I was a believer after that. Played golf literally four days later. That's crazy. Blew my sciatica <laughs> with the sneeze. You got to come sneeze. up with a better story. No, that you is be a like great, I was lifting a car story. off of a off of a puppy dog. Nope. Sneezing <laughs> in my bed with just draws on and just hachoo <laughs> down to my foot. But no, uh, we talked about this defense. This is from uh, Chiefs reporter Mac McMullen. The Chiefs defense last night held Miami to a 1 of 12 on third down, 264 net yards of offense. They averaged 401, 76 net rushing yards. They averaged 135.8, 13 first downs. They averaged 21, seven points a season low. We always tell people the regular season is a good indicator of what a team's character can be, but the playoffs are a good indicator of what a team's mental capability is. Because it is no secret that in the playoffs, temperatures can be different depending on where you're at geographically. You've seen it in Gillette. You've seen it in Kansas City. You've seen it in Buffalo. You see temperatures. Lambeau Field, right? The Meadowlands. Like, temperatures are going to be different. The climates are different in areas that you play in. There was one team last night that was ready for it. There was another team that was not. Miami looked stale. Miami looked lost. Miami looked like they didn't belong in the postseason. And that's a good football team. That's not Buffalo, but that's a good football team. And that team came to this city and played that team in the Kansas City Chiefs that was not the same team that you saw the entire regular season. That team you saw last night is the best this Chiefs team has looked all season. There is no wrong answer in that. 
that is the best this Chiefs team has looked because you took a team that was offensively sound with targets on both sides in Waddle and Tyreek. Obsolete. You took a team whose offense can run the ball with Raheem Mostert and Devon Achan. Nowhere to be found. And you showed and exposed everything that was a narrative about Tua Tugvailoa in cold weather games against a ranked opponent or a decently good opponent on the road. Everything that you took into that game of what works for the Chiefs and what doesn't work for the Dolphins, and you did it. You played the best you played all season long, and the score indicated that, 26-7. to The numbers that we just read off from Matt McMullen, one of 12 on third down. That's pathetically bad. Or it's pathetically awesome because you have a defense that was absolutely nails. And they were, what, three, three for six on fourth downs? Yeah. Like, they weren't even, they weren't that good on, on fourth down either. They just didn't have it. And you could say part of it was the shock value of the weather because we were talking about that last night or yesterday about how you're going to get onto that field and you're going to see that shirtless fan. You're going to see crazy in the crowd, which is a good crazy. And the other thing that you got was a team in the Kansas City Chiefs that had been there before. They had seen this. And you could have your takes. Oh, the crowd will be quiet. No, they were swag surfing at the end. Taylor Swift was high-fiving people out of the suite. She was one of you. That team that showed up last night, keep it together. And also, if you don't remember. Arrowhead's considered one of the loudest stadiums in America. College or pro, it'll be nine below. Everybody's going to be wearing a ski mask. People aren't going to be standing and cheering. They're going to be huddled, wearing wool, trying to stay warm. Wearing something over their mouths. Home field advantage via the crowd. Done. Not happening. Sorry, Colin. But the first thing I did when the Chiefs went on defense after they got the ball first, scored, and then went on defense, I remember somebody in the room, in the living room, goes, wow, you can hear him." And I said, yeah, you sure the hell can. This is After Hours. That's Quentin. I'm Dusty Likens. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio. Wow, only one more hour left. Why does this show go by so fast? Because we're fun and exciting people, Dusty. I guess. Currently negative five degrees outside. Should I stop with the weather? I I don't. It's just so ridiculous at this point. You know, it's like so, it's so cold that you can say negative whatever. And it's difficult in my brain to really just conceptualize how cold that actually is. Yeah, it's not good. Looks like there's a little bit more uh, activity. What is your um, what is your uh, opinion? Now, maybe <clears throat> maybe this is just off topic. What is your opinion of when someone that you're close to, for no reason? just unfollows you like somebody that you've like known your whole life and you've done nothing really wrong, but they just eh, unfollow. That just happened to me. I don't know what I did, but like somebody that I've, I've, I've been close to just said, you know what? Eh, 
Like a uh, like an Instagram. Okay. How active are you on the Instagram? Very. Okay. Love it. Love IG. Probably my favorite social media. And then just gone. Because, like, you can see, like, who sees your stories or, like, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, you notice, you know. So then you think to yourself, oh, I wonder what happened. Boom. Goodbye. Just. Arrivederci. Uh, I can't believe the Chiefs never played the Colin Cowherd bit for the fans. Major fail, even though it was rocking. Well, we did it for you. We played Colin Cowherd for you. We let you have it, right? I think we should take partial credit for the crowd. You think so? I think we should. I'll let you own that. We, we well, you know, yeah. we're a team. So mm-hmm. both uh, both good and bad on the show. Mm-hmm. But I think we should take partial credit for the rowdiness of the crowd. It doesn't have to be like a significant portion. Even if you want to be like 2%, mm-hmm. 1% each, we deserve some credit. So okay. really, you're welcome, Cheese Kingdom. Yeah, we fired you up. Yeah. Because I heard that, and I was like, why would he do that? It's like, why would he even try to, like, did he want to get the crowd pissed from the 913? I usually don't mind Colin, but screw that, dude. I watched a video after of him after the game giving no love to the Chiefs defense. Man, I forgot to mention the crowd, Dustman, especially with you. I wanted to call out Coward because, or Cow Turd from Neil and Lone Jack because of your take yesterday. Always forget one thing. Oh, well. Arrowhead was amazing last night. I love that place and the city. Neil from Lone Jack. Yeah, it looked like one cohesive unit last night. Like everyone had one. I guess everybody had the same sort of mindset. Like we're all here together. Yeah, we're, we're all a, freezing together. This is a group effort. Also, I you couldn't you could not just sit in your seat and not do anything. Like you had to move. Yeah, you had to like just you know. Like, one of my buddies sent a group text uh, after or this morning, and somebody was like, where's all the, you know, the photos? He was like, I wasn't taking my hands out of my gloves to take a photo. I let those other guys do it. My phone would have been in my pocket the whole time, and I would have just been, like, moving my, like, torso back and forth. I'd have just been. Get a little bounce going. Yeah. Yeah, we were wearing wool, but we can be warm and still make noise. Cow turd. Neil, Neil, you got to let coward go, man. I get it. But that's why we did it, you know? Dear Dusty and the other guy. <laughs> hey, there we go. Dear Dusty and the other guy, thanks for coming in today. Love the show. We'll be here until the Chiefs lose. So we'll be here until February. I'm kidding. I'm not trying to jinx it. I'm just I'm just saying. Dusty, this is G-Baby. And like you just said, that was the best we played all year. It was in that weather. It takes the mind to do that. You have to think. Yeah, you got to be a little crazy. I can't believe the Chiefs never played that coward audio for the fans. I wish they would have. Could you imagine if that's how the game was yesterday? Like America, the beautiful jets flying over. If they even did, I don't know. Flag gets rolled up. And then all of a sudden it's like, attention Chiefs fans. They're not going to be out there. They're going to be covered in wool. One of the last things in the world, college, football, pros, fans. Not going to be a factor. Bull crap. Those fans were juiced, dude. They were juiced last night. They were loving it last night and did exactly what they were going to do. They were going to show up to the game. They were going to cheer, do whatever they had to do to be a factor, and they were. And I think that's part of what you saw in this game was that shock factor that Miami got held. Like when Miami got into that game, or at least, you know, you can have all the preparations beforehand when you're in Miami, when it's nice, when you haven't gotten to these levels yet. 
National Weather Service. It's going to be dangerously cold. Cover your extremities. Carly Ritter on the show. Stand on cardboard. Don't let anything be exposed. Stay warm. And yet there they were, shirtless some. Some without any sort of headgear on. A lot of ski goggle people. I would have gone to Dick's Sporting Goods and just bought ski goggles. Just for that game. And probably would have never worn them again. I've never hit the slopes. Don't even know how to ski. I mean, I know, but I don't, I've never done it past the age of nine. I'm not coordinated enough for that. Yeah, the hardest part is if you fall getting back up and going. But the thing about that game yesterday is that not only did maybe Miami come into a perfect storm, no pun, but they came into an environment that was freezing cold, one of the worst temperatures in NFL history, and it does hit you differently when you when it hits you for the first, like this morning. Slight example, getting out of my house, going out to my car and being like, oh my God, I forgot. I didn't forget it was cold. I just forgot it was this cold. Play a football game on top of it with a team that's very comfortable in this situation, home games, frigid temperatures, right? They played in 19, 12, 14, 27. Hell, their head coach had a snot mustache frozen didn't phase them like you got to be a you know if you're a Miami receiver and you're lined up over there and you look at the ref on the sideline to see if you're offside and you look back and you go wait a minute is that his must is that his mustache that looks like that oh my god what? oh shoot offsides false start there were false start calls delay of games Miami was not prepared the way the Kansas City Chiefs were prepared and the Chiefs have been prepared ever since that Jamar Chase call out Ever since, you could say, Legereus Sneed got snubbed from the Pro Bowl, from the All-Pro. And I remember I watched his interview last night with Harold Koontz. And he said, in his interview with Harold, he said of Fox 4, Harold Koontz, Legereus Sneed said, I'm playing the rest of the year with a chip on my shoulder. Right? And I had mentioned in shows before, and if you watch the franchise, it leads this show, the newest episode, where Jamar Chase is allowed to do that. But he might have done one one bad thing and that is awake a sleeping giant and since that Cincinnati game this Chiefs team has played a little bit different now I know that was one game there and then it was this Miami game but again this team's playing with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder because if they do in fact play Buffalo or Houston and win that game everyone's going to sit back with the same take and they're going to say maybe we did a big no-no Maybe we doubted this Chiefs team before we got to the playoffs where the real stuff matters. And you might be right. Sorry, other guy. Didn't mention you, brother. Didn't know when I got on who you are. Still don't. Who are you this morning? Neil, it's 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 Quentin. How much are you going to auction that broken helmet for? Because I want a place. Because I want it. I don't think he's going to auction that helmet. That helmet's either going to the NFL like laboratory to figure out why it broke or Patrick Mahomes is going to have it on a mantle somewhere. It's going to be like this is this is proof that I gave it my all. I think yeah, if the you know if it gets taken away to look at, I think it gets back and like if the Chiefs go on go to the Super Bowl, and then it'll end up in like the Hall of Fame, whether it's like the Kansas mm-hmm. City Hall of Fame, and it'll be like this was the helmet that that started it all. From the eight one six, I will give you guys some credit. My buddy who went and I were talking about it yesterday morning after listening to you guys. 
he was able to record the cowherd take and played it on blast at their tailgate. Said people were pissed slash fired. There, up. see, I told you, we did our job, man. Um, and for those of you that don't know the audio, we will play this into the break so we can go back to yesterday. This is what Colin Coward said that awoke a sleeping giant as well. Arrowhead's considered one of the loudest stadiums in America. College or pro, it'll be nine below. Everybody's going to be wearing a ski mask. People aren't going to be standing and cheering. They're going to be huddled, wearing wool, trying to stay warm, wearing something over their mouths. Home field advantage via the crowd. Done. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.